There has been an awakening. <laughs> Have you felt it? Welcome to the Force Awakens Rebel Scum Radio Special. I'm your host, Carl, and I'm joined once again by Jono. G'day. How are you, Jono? Feeling so good. I've seen the movie twice already. Yes, I too have seen it twice. We just saw it, like, in the lunch session. Yes, yeah. we've, we've actually literally just walked L- out literally. of a lunchtime session here in Australia. <sighs> we also went and saw it at midnight at separate cin- cinemas. First time I've seen a movie... Uh, Within 24 hours, like, at yeah. the cinemas, yeah. Same here. Twice. I had a few issues at my screening at midnight with uh, <laughs> a little bit of a late start at... Uh, it was just, at out, just after the climax. Yeah, and then at the right at the end of the film with maybe five minutes to go... Boom. The cinema I had had a bit, a little bit of a power blackout, so <laughs> it wasn't ideal, but I got there in the end. I got there in the end. So, um, I guess what we'll do, we'll give you a... We're trying to make this a non-spoilers review. So, uh, me and John, I will do our best to not spoil it. Um, if we do happen to put mild spoilers in here, um, uh, we'll, we'll let you know anyway yep. in the show notes that there may yep. be mild spoilers when we listen to it back, but we're going to do everything we can just to give a brief overview. And then in the new year, uh, a couple of weeks down the track, once... Spoiler once Jim Bob's back. Once Jim Bob's back from his honeymoon, <laughs> um, everyone who cares about Star Wars would have seen Star Wars. Yeah, if you we, haven't, that's your fault. Yeah, if you haven't, then we're just going to break it down. Like, it'll be out by then anyway. Yeah. I would dare say spoiler reviews will start coming out in probably a week, I reckon. It's probably, yeah, next few days, maybe. Yeah, like, I don't want to do one before Christmas, because yeah. I think some people will be waiting for yeah. Boxing Day and stuff yep. to watch it, and maybe even over New Year's, but... We'll see. So what we'll do, we'll, 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 we'll start by breaking down the movie into just a, a general overview first. So uh, for those of you that don't know, Force Awakens is set uh, 30 years after Return of the Jedi. There's been an awakening. There has been an awakening. Have you felt 30 it, years. Carl? 30 years. And, um, and the Empire has been replaced by a new evil force known as the First, first Order. Yeah. In opposition to the First Order, is no longer the Rebellion. It is now the Resistance, led by Princess Leia. Princess Leia Organa? Yes, yeah. yes. So, and uh, that's where... Sorry, the, General. General Leia. She yeah, General. She's Princess yeah. yeah, she's no longer a Princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's General now. She's... Uh, she's in command. She's too good to be a Princess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and that is where the battle of good and evil uh, rages at the moment in the Star Wars universe. So... They're basically trying to look for... Can we say that? Who they're trying to look for? Um, they're trying to find... Yeah, we could... Because... We could uh, say that, can we? Oh, can we? Um, I think what we can say is that they're in search of a particular piece of information yeah. that would 
turn the balance of the force either to the light or the dark yeah. side. I think that's probably the best way yeah. to describe it. I think. Yeah. Um, so within the movie, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of new characters which are juxt- juxtaposed by mainly, I guess, cameos. I guess you could say by the older ones. Some of them, there's a few major roles by the by the older yeah. ones. Um, yeah, Han Solo has a lot of screen time. Han Solo does have a lot of screen time, yeah. as we know from yeah. the, all of the um, from all the trailers. Trailers, yeah. Um, but yeah, what we'll do, we'll we'll give a general breakdown of what we kind of yeah. an overview of what we thought of most of the new characters and um, both heroes and villains. And also an overview of how we thought J.J. Abrams treated the Star Wars uh, Star Wars saga. There uh, wasn't many lens flares, if you noticed. No, I counted three, thrice, thrice lens flares. But it, must have been killing him not to put it in there. Yeah, well, they were so sparse <coughs> in between that I can't. It was difficult to count. Maybe I missed them. Yeah. Because I first time I saw it, I only counted two. Yeah. And the second time I counted three. But. Um, yeah, so I thought I, I thought you would see one every time the lightsaber came on, but there was yeah. definitely one early, very early in the film, and then one that got has been seen in the trailer yeah. Yeah. Um, with Kylo Ren. So, and then there was one a little bit later on with some lightsaber action. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it. He he um, he toned it down. Yeah, he did. He pulled back on his normal <laughs> fifty lens flares on his normal fifty <laughs> lens flares as a movie thing, and uh, he pulled out the goods. But we'll talk a little bit about more of that later. Um, I guess um, overall, like the overall impressions I get is that they've stuck, um, they've stuck true to the origins of Star Wars, the original yeah. trilogy. Um, the original treatment for the yeah, yeah. I, which I think, um, I think from both a business point of view from Disney and um, from a marketing point of yeah. view, if they would have. Uh, I mean, and there are some little ham-fisted bits in there which mm. I which I didn't like, which are a bit just those moments of um, of a couple of like Attack of the Clone moments, which I just didn't just just yeah. And they're and they're one-liners yeah. pretty much um, that just that didn't quite sit right. But but um, it, it didn't ruin the movie as a whole. Like it was just oh no, it's a tiny flaw. No, no, and yeah. there's and there's those flaws in Return of the Jedi no. and. And everything as well, so it's standard. Yeah. But, but I think it's because everyone, um, everyone is was so fearful of this film being something a bit closer to the prequels yeah. rather than the originals. Yeah. That it's when you, even when you saw this, that little just that flicker, it was kind of no, uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So that's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, it was uh, overall JJ Abrams with the with the. I was pretty satisfied, yeah, everybody. With the narrative, yeah. but I mean, like we discussed um, coming out of it, is that there are a lot of I don't know how you describe them, whether they're rehash narratives from a, like a combination of New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Oh, I don't want to familiar wanna, ones. I wouldn't want to talk about it because if you say that, then that might ruin some of the. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Well, I, I, think it, I think it's fair to say that because they've stuck yep. that, with that proven Star Wars formula, that when you're sitting in there, you'll get that nice, cozy, warm yeah. feeling that this is a proper Star Wars. Because most character. of the the homages that he made to the the original tri- trilogy was just the subtle homages, like yeah, yeah, just pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He just he gave you a new Star Wars with enough of that. Sprinkling to make you feel at home from the original yeah. trilogy that it was just perfect, and it also let you understand 
the overall narrative of the film a lot more in the context of yep. the original Star Wars. So it was, um, yeah, it's really nicely done by J.J. Abrams. That's that's. There, there was one scene when Han walks into the cockpit of the the Falcon after so long. Oh yeah, which has been seen. Yeah, the and he just yeah. looks around. And yeah, yeah, it was a nice. Yeah, yeah, it was so good. And I guess what did you think of the actual visual look and appeal of the film film genre? Uh this kind of different to what he had done before, mm. Abrams. Because yeah. uh, like most of the scenes the way they were shot uh it's still different to the original. Like the long shots, the wide angles. Yeah. Most of the original trilogy didn't have that. Yeah, exactly. And even the scenes of the TIE fighters you didn't keep cutting back and forth. There yeah, were, a long, lot of the scenes were like the long, drawn-out yeah, scenes, which yeah. is pretty cool. Which is probably, I suppose, was a technical, yeah. uh, technical um, hindrance yep. when the originals were filmed. But they probably would have filmed them the same way yeah. if, if, if they would have done Even it. Even the, the lightsaber battles were totally different from the, from the prequel trilogy and the original. Yeah. The way they fought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't too flashy. Yeah. And it wasn't like when yeah. Obi-Wan and Vader had the first fight where they yeah, were just flinging yeah, exactly. the... I mean, it, was, it sat perfectly within... The, uh, well, it's a vast step away from the yeah. comic book kind of arena that yeah. we got with, um, with, the, with the prequels. Yeah. And then it was an improvement on the reality of the original trilogy. Yeah. So um, it had that really fresh, new feel to it, like sometimes... You felt like you're in the con. The it, 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 it felt like a, a medieval fight, wait. Yeah. Medieval fight, yeah. yeah. Except they were replaced by lightsabers. Yeah, it was brilliant. And I, I suppose I, I might comment quickly. Um, I actually saw my first sitting in 3D, which, which John yeah, I, I saw it in 2D. 3D yeah. yet. If you were well, umming and ahhing whether or not I've seen it in 2D, you want to see it in 3D. Yeah. Um, Definitely, uh, it's worth seeing in 3D. It's one of the better 3D renderings of a film that I've seen. So, um, having seen it in both 2D and 3D now, um, 2D gives you that authentic, um, that authentic Star Wars traditional yep. feel to it. Whilst as the 2D one is, uh, the 3D one is, it gives you that little touch of a bit more modern stuff, but it, yeah. it's used in such a way that it actually enhances the film. Yeah. Sometimes 3D is just, oh, we're just 3D for the sake of it, like, just because we can. Yeah. But it's actually used... As a money grab sometimes, a, yeah. Yeah, it's actually used yeah. for a specific reason yeah. in this film. Um, so I encourage anyone to do that. Um, in the new year, um, we're all obviously going to catch up on the IMAX version as well. Yeah, for so sure. So we'll do a full review on the IMAX. So maybe we'll go to the IMAX one and then do our full... full Spoiler review. Full spoilers review in the new year. That so. would be the fourth time I'm watching it. Who knows, yeah. I haven't watched it. Yeah, got a few more yeah, times before I'm, that. I mean, when I went into the cinema and saw all those cups and bloody steel popcorn <laughs> tins and stuff, I'm, I'm, I turned around to my friend uh, Matthew and I just said, uh, I'm going to have to go see this movie like five times just to collect all these, gotta damn, collect the these cups. damn tins. Got to get them all. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so there's money to be made there. Um, yeah, so overall, J.J. Abrams has done a fantastic job with the look and feel of the film. Um, the pacing of the film is really nice. Um, yeah, he like the plot just kept moving along. Mm. It, it didn't yeah, stop it, for this prolonged yeah, period. It, it didn't feel like you were rushing through anything, no. and it didn't feel like it was labouring through anything no. either. Um, it was uh, that real yeah. I was, I was going to say rollicking, but rollicking is not the right word because it, it isn't a rollicking film. It, no. It doesn't feel like that. Um, it feels like it's uh, 
Oh, it's hard to say. It, it, it feels like you're part of the story and it's moving along at that pace where it's just... It's right in the sweet spot of movie yeah. pacing. So it, it feels the same pace as, as the original trilogy whilst the... Whilst the um, uh, whilst the prequels were very, um, the expositions were long and tedious and explaining everything. Um, so much green green screen stuff. Yeah, yeah, so much. Because these sets like they feel so real, like the locations in Abu Dhabi and I think it was, was it Ireland. Yeah, Ireland, sure Scotland, I think. Yeah. yeah, and also sets on London. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that was like really good. Like you felt like you were really there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially... You, d- you didn't have to keep thinking, oh, is that real or is that green screen? Yeah. I mean, it could have also been, like, in when we were early on the scenes, the desert planet Jakku, which everyone would have seen in the trailers. Yeah. Maybe because it's bloody 48 degrees here today, <laughs> Mel- maybe in Mel- Melbourne. That's maybe why it felt like Could that. fry an egg outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah, it was uh, really, really um, nicely paced. There was... There was a bits where I was concerned about exposition in the film, mm. like very early on in Jakku. There's, um, there's, and this isn't a spoiler at all. It's, yeah. it's so early. It's just um, Ray kind of meets a um, when Ray first meets BB8, BB8, and she yeah. kind of explains to everyone who this other um, scrapper kind of person Tito. is. And it's like, yeah, why is that there? Like he's not. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So it's kind of... I was, I was worried at that point. I'm but it wasn't like... It was just a small sentence. Like, yeah, no, but because yeah. it's so early on in the film, I, yeah. went, I, I had started to get some palpitations yeah. going, yeah, Phantom Menace is happening <laughs> again. But but yeah. as as in most reviews have, uh, that they said, uh, they didn't have to explain much to you. Like, you got everything from... Yeah. They, yeah. they, did they didn't have to explain. Like, you, they showed it to you. Yeah. They didn't have to explain it to yeah. you. They did a brilliant story yeah. of explaining enough. Yeah. And with that explanation... It gave you some answers, but not everything, yep. which led you asking more questions. Yep. Which has been, which all those questions have been left yep. for the for the, for the film. So yep. you left not you left knowing a lot, but not knowing a lot. Yep. Which is you just want more by the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so it's so good in that sense. That story is telling so good in that sense that it's going to build the build build the trilogy so well that um that yeah um a, a little bit of me is concerned. Yep. With the change of directors, yep. um, through through each film, yeah, I'm not I sure really of Colin. Tre- what's his name? Trevor. I'm not sure he pronounced yeah. his last name. Yeah. He directed the Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's yeah. a concern in itself. Yeah. If his treatment of Jurassic World is what he's going to do, and he's got the last one as well. Yeah, and what worries me is Lawrence Kasdan is not going to be there after the Han Solo movie. Yeah. So yeah, that's worrying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I mean. I mean, like, I, I guess with him being in the last one, yep. there may not be a lot of that left in the script for him to yep. work with or in the story. Yep. So it may, it may just be where it is in the storyline. Yep. He can't do any of those things that were flaws within yep. Jurassic World. So it could be okay. But I'm, I'm just worried generally about the toning and pace of all three films being different. Um, and oh, yeah, yeah. and I know there's producers and writers and everything around that to yep. help avoid that. But, but it's still in the hands still, of the director. You've got yeah. that, creative directing, that creative direction where... Maybe they want to use CGI a little bit more, and the beauty of where this film was is that CGI most of it was practical. Yeah, there was just two CGI characters. Yeah, yeah. So like the CGI is used so so subtly that it, it leaves you in that real world of Star Wars. Yeah, which is which is what's so good. It so, was, and and overall, it wasn't just a good Star Wars movie. It was a good movie. It yes. was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean if. 
if you had walked in and never seen a Star yeah. Wars film before, if that was just a film, yeah. you walked out of there happy as Larry. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% sure of it. It had emotion, it had adventure. Yeah. Good acting. Yeah. Good script writing. Yeah. Well, good acting except yeah. for one. Who was this? Oh. Can you say it? Uh, well, it's not... Well, actually, it's not bad acting. It's just... Um, Are you talking about Daisy Ridley? N- well, no. The first time I saw this film, I had concerns yeah. over Daisy Ridley, which I spoke I like about. it. I love her, yeah. Second awesome, time man. watching it back, though that was completely... Uh, Founded in um, in uh, in my mind, grouping her in with Hayden Christensen. I thought she was a little wooden the first time I saw oh, yeah. it, but watching but it back, that's, that's exactly what JJ Abrams told her <laughs> when, when, when they started shooting. What, 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 the what acting is very wooden. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but watching it back the second time, I completely flipped around. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was. Um, I think it was, yeah, I think it was just, I was really heavily critical in my mind going yeah. in because I just was burnt three times in a row <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> so um, I just sat there and enjoyed it. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Second time that yeah. we just come out of, I sat there and just thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it. Like, it was just so good. And usually, and I was expecting it to pick apart a little bit more with stuff I missed. Yeah. But actually, when I sat there and looked at the stuff I was picking on, it was actually... Oh, you know what? I was a bit harsh on that. That was actually all right. Yeah. So, but there's still two or three bits in it which I don't like. But that's just I could say that with any film. Yeah. I could probably look through all the all the all the Indiana Jones films and stuff. That's yeah. just like nitpicking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the humor, the humor aspect was like really the right amount of humor in there. Yeah, like I think I spoke to you um, about one moment or two moments where I thought the humor could have been dropped and they could have held some tension. Um, Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So we can't talk about the Pacific um, scene because when somebody discovers something about that person's self. Yeah, yeah. So and it's just um, it's probably a moment of tension that's broken yeah. by humor, and it's just kind of like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. But at the same time, it, I did it, laugh as yeah. well, so it wasn't like yeah. it worked. So um, yeah, so it was nice, and um, yeah, I guess while we're talking about humor, um, I guess it's probably probably a good seg- segue with humor because probably. One of the uh, fuzziest and warmest characters in there, which um, in the entire film, isn't even uh, is probably BB-8 the droid, probably without yeah, it's, even speaking it's, a word. It's funny how you feel emotion for a machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, it was like with R2D2. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think R2D2 is one of my favorite characters yeah. out, of the, out of the original, yeah. if not the favorite. Like, and it doesn't um, even speak a word. Yeah, it doesn't speak Speech. a word. And similar thing with BB-8. Yeah. So, um, just portray emotions through... It's just the cuteness that they portray, like, that gets to you. Yeah. 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 And, it, yeah, it's... There's a little bit of... Um, I think there's a little bit of uh, of Wally about him. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, Just yeah. that sense that... Yeah, when you think about the... And, and I also think you warm to him because of the way the characters in the film also yeah. warm, warm to yeah. him. So, it's kind of like you feel what they feel. So, it's kind yeah. of like... Yeah, yeah, I love this guy, and he's very much. Uh, I say, I mean, against the original trilogy and this trilogy, he's quite obviously a replacement for yep. D two in this film. Yep. Um, in terms of the storyline, it's line. a new character for the kids to get used to. Yeah, and damn it, they've got a better. Yeah. They've probably got a better droid than I ever had. Yeah. Like, did such a good <laughs> job of it, and man, if 
I could just see the um, toy stores getting a run on those remote control yeah. BB-8. After the kids yeah. have seen it now. Yeah. But, yeah. It'd be insane. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a bigger one. Sitting on a gold mine now. Yeah. And you could also see it, the red carpet special. Yeah, yeah. Like he was the highlight of the yeah. red carpet special as well over in LA there. So, um, yeah, it's such a good, so well used in the film. Um, and he's, he's poor Dameron's droid. Yes. From, from the X-Wing. Yes, so yep. it's very much um, the Luke yep. R2 type relationship yep. going on there. Yep. So, um, and I don't think there's any spoilers in that. That's in no. the film stuff anyway. I mean, the trailers, sorry. Um, yeah, so BB-8 was a was the perfect droid. Um, C-3PO um, popped up. With the red arm? A little bit. They never really explained. Yeah, they didn't explain that. The red arm, which was kind of, um, I think in the... I think I saw him in the red carpet trailer in the US. Um, the red carpet trailer. Yeah. The red carpet special yeah. in the United States. Um, when he had his red arm there, he talked about, oh, you have to see the film to see what my... He said that? Oh, I think so, yeah. Like, I've got this memory where I've seen yeah. him say, oh, you'll have to see the film to find out yeah. more about my red arm. But um, Maybe Chewbacca ripped it out when he yeah. got angry. Yeah. <laughs> From memory, like, I've seen it twice. So yeah. I think that's that'll be a later no, story in the films. It. Yeah. So, um so don't expect any ex- yep. explanation on that red arm, which which we've all seen because yep. we've seen it twice and we don't know anything more than when than when we started with. He's a Sith Lord. He's a Sith Lord. Maybe it's Luke's old arm or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> they had an exchange. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so I've got a spare arm here. <laughs> here you go. Um, I guess in terms of the new characters, the, I mean, well, we can the, talk. We can talk about Poe. Yeah, the star is Daisy Ridley. Yeah, She's the star, the star. Is Daisy Ridley. I think we might build up though to like. Okay. We'll talk about. We'll probably talk about um, the uh, old Finn, Finn and Ray together because yeah. they're kind of like uh, appearing. But Poe is very much the. Um, uh, he's very much, I think, a swashbuckler. Yeah. I think probably um, the handsome. He's the best. Best pilot, best in, the pilot in the Resistance. Yes, he is. So maybe um, the Galaxy. Who knows? Yeah, he's better than better than Wedge and Biggs, yeah. all wrapped into one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, you can chuck in. Uh, it was Porkins as well. Yeah, yeah. He can he can be chucked in. He was no good in Lando. Yeah, yeah. He's better than all those. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's a swat, the swashbuckling character who's like kind of the cool guy. Yeah. Um, he can fly anything. Yeah, yeah. So. He's kind of um, he's almost like an extra hand solo on the cast, except he's yeah. much more invested in the cause than Han Solo was. Yeah. Well, ov- obviously invested than Han Solo was in the yeah. original trilogy. So he has this nice baseline that goes throughout the film um, that helps you. Um, uh, he is the he's the hero, the secondary hero, which. I think it's being built up probably for the second and third films, yeah. I would imagine. Um, so Maybe some backstory to him. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah. Be nice. yeah, there are a lot of characters who we're introduced to which I think um, we'll get more backstory to um, in the other With films. With Finn and Ray, especially. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so we'll move on to Finn and, Finn and Ray. So we'll talk about... Who do you want to talk about first? Probably Finn. Finn? Yeah. yeah. Finn's probably the... Best acted character in the film. I yeah, think. I loved him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super. His humor's good. Timing. Yeah. Is, timing of what? Timing of his his, his uh, one liners. One liners is good, <laughs> except for one, which I, which I didn't like. But oh um, hell no. <laughs> yeah, but um, but um, yeah, he's um probably the most emotive um character yeah. out of the new ones. I yeah. think um, 
his facial expressions and the emotion he portrays. Yeah, it's pretty uh, strong emotions. Yeah, he's good. And also, and he also was able to portray those early on, even... Oh. It's the first time I felt emotion for a Stormtrooper. Yeah, early on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Even, even with the mask on. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's, uh, it's well known that, 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 yeah. he, he, that he's, he's a Stormtrooper. Storm so, um, yeah, he's even when he's fully got Stormtrooper, you can see the emotion... Yeah oozing out of his body language yeah. whilst he's in the suit. It was, yeah, that's that's a pretty good good talent to pull that off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, his movements and what he portrayed stood out against yeah. all of the other... Yeah, um, Stormtroopers. St- Stormtroopers that were filmed, yeah, so... So, he, he, like, he feels that what he's doing isn't right and he has to do the right thing. That's yeah, basically... Yeah, he's got that real what, yeah. um, moral... Uh, he comes to a moral... Dilemma? Yeah, dilemma, like, yep. a, like a crossing the road, a yep. fork in the road, yep. where he has to make a decision. And um, that kind of uh, moulds his character, and he comes across those on a lesser level, on a lesser level um, throughout all the decisions I think yep. he makes in yep. the film. So you get that emotion and that, um, that attachment to him all yep. through the film, because we've all got to make those decisions in our own lives yep. as well. So he's very easy to attach to and understand, and at the same time, he's... He does have those perfect one-liners where you just go, where you just laugh. You know, it's just funny because it's kind of what you'd say in that situation, yeah. you know. So, yeah, yeah, he's really good. Um, but again, we don't know also, obviously we know his situation now, but we don't know his origins before that. Because after the Empire was brought down and the First Order... Uh, came into the scene. Yeah, that's when they started recruiting stormtroopers as kids. Yeah, that's when they yeah. got rid of the clones. Yeah, so um, and that's probably a, a mild spoiler, spoiler yeah. there. But um, yeah, I mean, so we, we didn't know where he was recruited from. But 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 I think everyone knew that the new stormtroopers weren't clones yeah. anymore. Yeah. So um, um, so you we don't know where he's recruited from. Why he yeah. was recruited so long? Where he's from? I don't even know whether he knows. No. Um, so he's either Mace Windu's son or Lando's son. Yeah, considering you know, there are only two black guys in the universe. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. So, um, yeah, so they're down the two storylines yeah. there. But um, yeah, unless unless there is a, a, a third guy, which we they, they did ask uh, Billy D. Williams if he'd ever make an appearance in the future. Yeah, films. he said, "What do you say? Never say never, or something." I think something like that. Yeah. But he was in a walking stick, so. Yeah, he's using a walking stick at the red carpet. Yeah, it's going to be difficult for him to <laughs> knock we it shall out like see. That. Yeah, I wonder what. Yeah, but they could. I mean, for most, like they could. If he's got a bad knee or something, they could yeah. inject that full of steroids for a couple of weeks, <laughs> so he can walk around fine, and then he'll be worse off afterwards. But, but at least he'll be in the film, and that hair—they got to fix that hair. He's that slick back hair. No, it's not doing any, any favors. But um, yeah, yeah, it'll 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 be interesting to see where Finn develops in the next couple yeah. of films um because um yeah he's such an emotional character that um the audience attaches to yep. that you could build a lot of great storylines around where that takes him especially in uh his friendship with um and um partnership with uh ray with ray yeah so, so as we said earlier I'd there seems to be a lot of affection between them yeah, yeah, I think they've got that common bond. Yeah, um, where they both have got uh, cloudy origins, yeah. and they're stuck in this situation. Um, both. Yeah, they pretty much have the same story, so that's why they yeah connect with each other. Yeah, they're both developing as people. Yeah. Um, there's uh, some emotion 
with Ray, which I didn't connect with very well the first time I yep. saw the film. Maybe it was a 3D. Maybe, maybe it's 3D that actually took some of yeah. the emotion out of it. That's why you got to go t- 2D. So, but it, but in the 2D one, I'm just sure yeah. that uh, the emotion that I didn't see the first time really came through in yep. the second one. So um, I was pretty impressed with, yep. with her performance. And I think we've we've um, read other reviews and stuff who have been super glowing about yep. her performance. And I'd say, yeah, yeah, she actually did. She pulled it off. And this is her first major movie role. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. So for the second and third one, you can only imagine that'd be much better. Yeah, well, what do you think of him using unknowns like John Boyega? He wasn't that big, but now he's like... Yeah, I mean, like generally, I think it's a former Star Wars, like yeah. Mark Hamill, and it's, yeah. it's something they do, so... Those, and Harrison Ford wasn't a big name no, before. Yeah. No, that's right. So those characters, so those actors effectively get known for yep. becoming their characters. Yep. It's been a bit of a um, chain around the neck for some of them, yeah. like Mark Hamill and stuff. Like yeah. never could break out of it. Yeah. Um, Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford did. Harrison Ford was yeah. fortunate enough to do was the... fortunate enough that he actually broke it, probably With mainly Jones. because of yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Which then you saw him as two, and then it broke down that singular yeah. thing. Whilst as Mark Hamill, I think, uh, what was he? He was in was he in Glover, something like that. I remember Some... seeing a, there was a. There was a sci-fi film, I think it's called Glover, where he's kind of like a private eye and he's hunting down aliens and stuff. I only saw it once a really long time ago and I hated it. <laughs> and he looked like a... That was post-car accident and plastic surgery, I think. Yeah. It just looked a bit weird. Yep. It just wasn't quite right. But otherwise, like, the only other Mark Hamill I've really ever seen is in the... Oh, Heard in the Joker. Yeah, yeah, the Heard him in the Joker and he was just obviously in the... Flash, in the uh, Flash as yep. the uh, as Trickster. the Trickster, and also um, in uh, did you did you end up watching any of that Star Wars Christmas special that I send you a link to and watch? Did you oh, just the it? scene where just the scene where, where uh, is it Chewie's parents? That yeah, 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 yeah. Chewie's yeah. parents and Mark Hamill's got the ultra blonde hair and he's not home yet. <laughs> it's almost Christmas. It's almost Christmas. Christmas. All the Wookies <laughs> in their aprons and shit. I don't that know looks. That looks like it was made in the fifties. So oh, 60s. it's amazing! It's amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I like. I know why George Lucas hid that from the world and doesn't want anyone to see. <laughs> I it. I didn't even know about it until you told me. Like, oh, it was so. It's yeah. Hidden. Like I bought it on DVD just to make sure yeah. that I always had a copy, <laughs> just as a reference point. So, um, yeah, yeah. Because he has eyeshadow and eyeshadow. shit. I just love creepy old Grandpa Woody. Yeah. <laughs> like he's a little bit reminds me of um of uh. The creepy pedophile character out of the Family Guy, <laughs> just like <laughs> sitting there whittling the wood, doing weird stuff. Is it Herbert the Poet? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he reminds me a little bit of him, like sitting in the lounge room, <laughs> he's whittling some wood and watching some porn or something on the TV. It's just really got this really weird, crabby face. It's just yeah, it's all a bit weird. But se- yeah, but seventies TV, you can't beat it. Nah, can't beat what it. What did what uh, did Carrie Fisher do after that? She didn't have much, did she? Uh, I don't think she did. I don't think she did. But I mean, it, it'd be at those times. It would have been. Um, I'm guessing it would have been quite challenging because. Um, I mean, I guess if you get typecast as a role and you, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming all the Star Wars films are pretty much filmed back to back. Yeah. Like you would just finish one and then yep. you do the circuits for like six or eight months around the world yep. and then. Uh, straight after that, you start the next one because it was what seventy seven was the first one. I think eighty and then eighty three was Jedi and eighty was Empire. I think seventy seven, eighty, eighty three. 
Yeah, so um, so I guess there wouldn't be much time off for that, especially with the amount of time they would have had to put in special effects then compared to now. Yeah, yeah. it would have been a bit more laborious. I think. Yeah. So I'm guessing it was a pretty tough road to get out and about and do other jobs. It's yeah. like a decade of work. Yeah. By the time you're in your prime and doing it, like when you're 25, 26 as Princess Leia, yeah. you end up 36. You can't really play a 25, 26 year old anymore. And a lot of cocaine. Yeah, a lot of. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Charlie Murphy! <laughs> <laughs> James, bitch! <laughs> yeah, so the character development for Finn and Ray were pretty good. I was pretty satisfied with oh, yeah. that. Yeah. You can't, you, I... Uh, yeah, I mean, I graded everything against my fear of the original ones. Yes. And, like, and just how badly they... Well, George Lucas... Well, I can't blame George Lucas for casting, but I guess at the end of the day, he probably had final say over the yeah. casting. There's some casting agent there, which I probably haven't looked through the things yeah. and judged them and sent them nasty emails and stuff. Yeah. Why did you ruin those films? But um, it'd be nice one day if... I, I'm hoping that in the agreements that they bought that $4 billion, that they bought full rights yeah, and full rights to remake those first three films if they needed to. In the future, maybe in 30 years. Yeah, just like remake. Like, yeah. I'm going to assume that at some point in the future that the original trilogy will be remade. Like, it'll have to be yeah. at some point. At some point, it'll fall Change out. the story totally, like... Um, just tweak it, I yeah. think. Just whatever the new generations require in the yeah. future. Um, like, if we're actually building Death Stars and stuff, they yeah. may need to do something a bit more impressive. So, so, but we'll see. I don't expect that to be in my lifetime. No. No, no, so... So we'll see. But um, so that's kind of like the, all of the heroes. I think yep. um, uh, we can talk about some villains now and the acting of the villains. And Kylo the, Ren. Kylo Ren's probably the number one. I'm going to say uh, the best villain I've seen in the Star Wars all, movies. Yeah. Out of all seven. Because I really felt fear when I saw his face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think where he differs with other villains yeah. is that... Um, uh, they kind of were always cloaked or masked, and whilst Kylo Ren is also masked, yeah. when he takes off, when his he m- takes it off, there's genuine emotion and fear and terror and dread. Like when, you, and, when you see Adam Driver's eyes for the first time, you feel yeah. that fear in you, like yeah. like you're standing there, and then yeah, just yeah, you can you can feel like when you look at him, and when he's just standing there with the yeah. lightsaber, yeah. the lightsaber, and just. His mannerisms yeah. within that mask tell you that he's a little bit unhinged and there are moments where he's unhinged in the film. Yeah, he's, he's the first villain, like, he's, when you see him, like, when he gets really angry, he, he, like, really lets it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His rage, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely, he's definitely, definitely more... It's a shame, looking back, that they didn't let, um, they didn't let Hayden Christensen do a similar thing, just yeah. really just let loose. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think maybe, I guess in the films they did hint of that in the very last um, uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge Where of the he, Sith? Oh, yeah. yeah. Where he kills the children. Yeah, when he kills the children and also um, when he goes off to, um, and he goes off and kills all the um, all the vice Sam- chancellors and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And they just kind of... They cut away when he's going to yeah. walk and kill them yeah. all. Rather, so instead of showing that, they they cut them. away for the for the kids, obviously. Yeah, they cut away for yeah. the kids as well. But for yeah, obvious but, reasons, I mean, yeah. like, um, if they would have shown um, that second scene in a more yep. more developed way, yep. then I think it 
it, it, it could have possibly saved that entire yeah. that final film anyway. Yeah. But I think it also would have been a step away from what George Lucas was kind of doing. Yeah. Kind of, he was kind of well, he made movies to sell toys. Yeah, that's the sense I yeah. got anyway. So, yeah, Kylo Ren's very much. Um, he's for me. He sits in between uh, Darth Vader and Boba Fett okay. in terms of villainy. Like Darth Vader, I think he's still more imposing yeah. to me. Um, and Boba Fett kind of had that um, had that sense where he didn't fear anyone. Yeah. And then Kylo Ren's a different beast where he's just um, much like the entire First Order. I yeah. think they're just. Different from the Empire. Different from the Empire. The Empire was very uh, methodical yeah. and um, and mechanical and uh, cold. Yeah. Whilst as the uh, First Order is very much unhinged and passionate yeah. about what they're doing. So, um, it's a very different set of villains you get here. Even the scene when, well, you guys must have seen it in the trailer when Ray comes, meets uh, Kylo Ren. Yes. You, you have the tension building up where they meet and then... He shows up and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, um, yeah, the, the, the portrayal of villainy in this is, is. Kudos, my, yeah, kudos to Adam Driver, yeah. Yeah, kudos to Adam Driver. He's, he did a fantastic, uh, a fantastic job. And, um, and also, um, even with, um, even with Hux. General Hux, I think he was done quite yeah, well. Yeah, Dom, Dom Gleason. Yeah. Um, he was totally different from his previous roles. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, he helped... Um, he helped push that that sense of... Um, of desperate villainy yeah. of the... of the... Um, of the... of the New Order. Really, really well. He was, he was the, like the, the new order. He was like he was like a they're like an, they're a like an 80s pop. I'm Tarkin. The, the first order. Yeah. The new order is like a the Moff Tarkin the, of the of the first order. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So yeah, he really pushed that um, that sense, and he helped push the Kylo Ren character along. Yeah. That it's not just Kylo Ren that feels that way. It's 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 all of them. Yeah. Um, and there's certain scenes where you can see the they had some tension between them. Oh yeah, Hux yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. Kylo Ren. Yeah. yeah, so and and that's probably because they're probably seem to be at the basis of it similar characters yes. trying to get the same goal in but, different but ways, but different motives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so and that's one thing about most of the characters, including all the all the villains. Yeah, is that we're kind of given this introduction to them. Um, but we don't know their origins. We kind of know why they're doing things yep. now, um, but we don't know what. We know what's driving them now, but we we don't know what drove them to get yeah. to that point originally. Well, we know we know Kylo Ren's origin. We don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. do know Kylo Ren's origin, but we don't know how well, he we, got well, we to this we, point. We don't know. There's that gap yeah. where we got from that origin point where we know, yeah. and then where he oh, is we, today. Yeah, yeah. We we don't know. So that'll be explored in the next two movies. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Most definitely will. Most definitely will. Um, uh, Captain Phasma. Captain Phasma. <sighs> I don't think we can say anything about Captain Phasma without spoiling. Yeah. Can we? Um, uh, what, what, could we use one word, I guess, for Captain Phasma? Probably, we could probably say the same as with Luke Skywalker in terms of they're in the film. In the film. They're in the film. <laughs> 
I think that's about it. That's pretty much all we can say. In in she's our, in, she's in the film and she's a villain. She's in the film and she's a villain. <laughs> and she had, and she holds a gun. Yes, and she's in a chrome outfit. Chrome outfit. But um, we won't. We can't say anything no, more until our second review. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, they are in the film. Yeah, that's that's pretty much. That's and she's a captain, true. obviously. She's, yeah, she's a captain. She's damn straight. She's she, she's a captain. Um, Who's next? Um, who we got left here? Snoke. Snoke. There's Can we been an awakening? Yeah, there's been an awakening. I've um, felt it. Yeah, Snoke's, Snoke's one of the other CGI characters. It's, obviously, uh, it's done we, by Andy Serkis. Which is well known. Um, I guess it's difficult to talk about Snoke without going through some level of spoilers. Oh, can we say that you see him, but you. you can, don't yeah, I think really you can see him, but you don't see him. He's. In the film, but he's not really in the film. And if you go back to the way that I think the Emperor was first introduced in Empire Strikes Back, yeah, it's very similar. You'll understand yeah. what we're talking yeah. about. So, um, yeah, it's um, so he's he's basically the head of the First Order. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, 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 he's the um, he's the man. So I guess he's the um, uh, well, he's the supreme leader. So I think that says enough. I don't yeah. Any more of it. But yeah, um, we can't really tell you much more than that. But um, he does play a, a reasonably important um, role in the storyline yep. of the of the of the dark side. So um, you can check that out. So he's um, yeah. quite a quite an imposing character. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. He is. I was happy when they finally revealed him, and his face wasn't Jar Jar Binks. Oh gosh, God. <laughs> I was waiting for a cameo at some point. Yes. Maybe it was in the background somewhere in the, in well, the cantina a, scene. Yeah, in the cantina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll see. I guess we could uh, quickly chat about the uh, old school characters that are in the film. Yeah. Um, so probably the main two, which are in it a lot, obviously, as part of the story base. Uh, Ford and Harrison Ford and Han Solo and uh, Chewie. And uh, Chewie, yep. yep. So they add, they add that... Um, being in the film, you, you realise how much, how important they were to yeah. the original trilogy. And and that that kind of... Uh, they bring the nostalgia for you. Yeah, they, yeah. Br- they bring the perfect level of nostalgia. Yeah. Um, they bring the perfect level of humour, swashbuckling. Uh, he still got it, like, yeah. even 30 years on. Yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford is just like he yeah. kicked off from yesterday. Yeah. Like like you love them, yeah. like you care for them. Um they're they're also the heroes, so like you you know what they've done in the yeah. past, like you know you know how important they are, and that kind of sets off um, their interactions with other characters in the film who they interact with, yep. both villains and um, and the new heroes Ray and Finn, yep. by juxtaposing them against or with those two, then you really push up the villainy and yep. also push up the. The, the heroics on the other yep. side as well so they're just that perfect balance of the old and the new um, and there's some uh, good one-liners from from Harrison Ford but there's also a couple he uses of, some old ones too yeah 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 he's he does reference the original yeah. trilogy a fair bit but there's also some Maybe, yeah we could say that the famous one I got a bad feeling. I got a bad feeling about this, but there's also um, there's also a couple of magic moments where Chewie's quite funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised by that. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, so uh, it and that and that I think was important in the overall story of the yeah. film, like uh, getting probably new Star Wars 
um, kids who maybe yeah. don't have maybe don't know Chewie that well yeah. to really bond with him. So I think that was probably what what that was all about, to be honest. But um, yeah, it was uh, the couple of towards the end. There's this genius moment with Chewie, which we can't tell you, but he's. Uh, He's undergoing a medical scan and it's yeah. quite, quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. um, so overall, I think it's this is a Star Wars film for everyone. Yep. Um, all of the people that hate the, uh, the prequels will be super stoked. Yep. All the people that love the original trilogy will get that perfect balance of the old and the new and also get a brand new Star Wars for this generation yep. that, that, that blows your mind. Um, and anyone that has nothing to do with Star Wars, never seen it before, get to watch a really, really, really well-made Yeah, entertaining, it's a great way to start off. And entertaining. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's, it, it's an exciting starting point when you consider that there's another five movies to go. Yep. Um, with two more in the trilogy. And Rogue One next year for Christmas. Yeah, I was a little bit disappointed with... I was really expecting a Rogue One trailer. I think they might drop it for Christmas as a Christmas gift. Yeah, from well, Lucasfilm, yeah. Well, you'd hope, you'd hope, yeah. or maybe even in that's New what years. they did last year. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Star Wars trailer. Yeah, so hopefully they, hopefully they do that because um, I think I'm not sure if they finished uh, filming that. Started a couple of months. Yeah, ago. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I mean, like I did see um, even all the official Star Wars Twitter accounts and stuff. That yeah. As soon as Force Awakens like finished, like yeah. the opening shows in UK and Australia and stuff, it's like. 364 days for Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what? Hang on. Yeah, hang on. I, I hang. don't even, I just watched this film once. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it'll be interesting. So, over, overall, the sense of the film, Jono, was earthy, real. Whimsical. Whimsical, entertaining. Nostalgic. Nostalgic, swashbuckling. It was villainous at times. Perfectly balanced. Um... Beautiful tone. Uh, there was a, a scene where there was a lot of tension building up. So, yeah, that really got me. But you, oh, yeah, I yeah. Knew, I, guess, I guess everybody saw it coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so Jono had a little tear in the corner of his eye. Yeah. It's either that or someone in the audience was cutting up some onions. Yeah. We're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, yeah, it was... Uh, it was everything that you would have hoped for the Star Wars franchise to be in the modern era. Oh, you, for, you forgot the connection between... Did we speak about that? So Han Solo and Leia? Han Solo and Leia. Um, we didn't speak about it. Um, would it spoil the... Yeah. No, I mean, the people know they're both in the film, but yep. I don't want to uh, spoil that. Yep. We can talk about that fully in the yep. in the in the next episode there's probably some mild spoilers yeah. in here anyway but um we'll put that in the notes that there are yeah possibly mild spoilers yeah. in here that we weren't expecting so that's fine um so overall uh Jono what do you give it out of 10 give it a 9.2 you're a 9.2 I'm an 8.5 guy but I'm leaving a little bit of wriggle room for, yep. for the other ones and I'm also right relative to that yep. I'm going to say that like the prequels were like all below five. Yep. Like well below. And the, and all the originals... It's like the prequels have been erased from my memory now after I watched this. 
Yeah, it's going to... I, I think now you just do a Star Wars marathon from yep. the, from New Hope forward yep. and forget about... Yeah, <laughs> forget about the prequels. Forget about... Well, you could. <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day. You could probably condense the entire prequels into one re- well, yeah. reason, reasonably good film. Yeah. Like, if you, if you really... Imagine if it was edited like that. If somebody could edit it like that and just put it on uh, on YouTube. Yeah, well, there are some... I watched... Um, oh, they're probably taking off YouTube, if I say On YouTube at the moment, there's um, some fan edits of I think the, they've been there for a while, Of the prequels, yeah. 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 But I don't want... You know, I mean, like... Oh, I mean, like, Disney's not going to listen to this podcast anyway, you'd imagine. Well, they might. They might have a team. Take people. them down. But, um, yeah, and then, but there's... Um, or George Lucas might take him down when he feel, f- finds out... That someone's done a decent edit of his film. Does he have a say at all now, now that it's owned by Disney? Oh no, but still, if if he realises someone's done a decent edit of his shitty films, he might crack it. Yeah. He wasn't very happy on the red carpet the other night. Jesus, he's very I don't know. He's really he very angry. angry. Yeah, he seemed like when they asked him about uh, any new movies that he was doing, he was like, "Yeah, but it's just for me and my friends." Yeah, it's just for of, me and my friends. It's kind of like, oh yeah, I'm not putting anything yeah. out anymore because you guys all hate yeah. me. Yeah, like well, well, sorry for sorry for telling you the truth that your movies are shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's not that... When looking back at it, it it actually started... The shitness actually started at, at Return of the Jedi, I think, with with the Ewoks and stuff. Well, uh, there was a good article I read. And Howard the Duck. Yeah. <laughs> there was a good article I read that said his wife was the main factor that made the Star Wars good. good. Yeah, because yeah. she was the editor. Yeah. Yeah, and she won an Oscar for that too. Well, there's also like, and he openly says it in like on the DVDs. They've got the movie of the making yeah. of stuff, and he just goes. He was actually limited in the scope of what he actually wanted to do for those yeah. films, just financially. Yeah. So with those restraints on, he made those films. Yeah. In a certain way, which ended up perfect. Whilst if I think if he really wanted to do them, then we'd end up with those DVD edits yeah. that we've got now, which are. Like, but you got to hand it to the guy. Like he worked for so many years, like eight hour days, just yeah, working yeah, yeah. on Star Wars. Oh yeah, he 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 made Star Star Wars. It's why we're yeah. watching Star Wars. Yeah. It's why we watch it twice yeah. a day. But that doesn't doesn't excuse him for making um, bad mo- bad movies. For making um, for I, I I get the sense he made those prequels in a selfish way. For, yeah. for his own. That's the way he he yeah. wanted to make them. The way he didn't get to make them, the way he wanted them the first time. I don't think Lawrence Kasdan was involved in the prequels, was he? Don't think so. Don't think so. Because you could see like his involvement just made this totally different. The new movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the new movies. Oh, the new movies. Yeah, it's chalk and cheese against those ones. But I mean, there. That's just it. There are moments where if they would have just done things a different way and in if they just used the same tone as this yep. film where it was I mean like we had young kids in the crowd yep. in the movie and there are bits in there which probably would be quite confronting for them and maybe we should maybe just mention that yeah as a parent you you, you may want to see the film first. before you take your kids here because yeah. there are some scenes that are pretty yeah I, I mean like pretty yeah and like I was saying to you as a kid growing up I don't think it affected me that much like Seeing Star Wars when I was a yeah. young kid and arms getting cut off and yeah. all that stuff, but kids are different today. Yeah, and I don't know whether they are exposed to more, so it won't bother them. Yeah, or whether or not we should not be exposed yeah. to more. <laughs> yeah, just go and see all those limbs getting cut <laughs> off and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, so but yeah, but there are some confronting bits, especially early on. Yeah, 
Um, it would be overwhelming for a kid that like, like five year old kid. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. All we can recommend for parents to do is see it first and then first yeah. um, before you take your kids yeah. along. Um, that's all I would recommend. And I mean, but if they've seen the, if they've, if they're a little bit older and they've seen the other yeah. Star Wars films, and just take them. Yep. Um, but if they haven't seen anything, check it out before you take any any of the younglings. What about what do you think about the scroll intro? Scroll intro. It was just to the point. Perfect. No yeah. trade federation shit. Yeah. No gigantic ex exposition yeah. of what the hell's going on. Just what the situation is right now. Yeah. Which is perfect. Cause and it's just in simple English. It wasn't like yeah, and it, complicated. The only thing that I noticed is like they used um, they used capitals in it. Like for the resistance was in capitals. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, First order was in capitals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the, all these key words yeah. were in capitals. And I don't remember that being the Jar Jar Binks was in capitals. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jar Jar Binks is ruling the Senate. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm not sure... Um, because in the on the first time I was so excited the first time I watched the film that I was sitting there and I and was you missed the first paragraph and I was freaking out and I <laughs> forgot to read the first paragraph of the thing and then I was kind of in and just gone oh, oh god <laughs> I, I was I was almost going to say stop the film rewind it I need to see what's going on here so, the intro started and you just lost it yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we could. Yeah. I mean, the score by John Williams. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. He's, he 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 gets you goose, gives you goosebumps every time you hear it. He does so much right so often on so many films. How old is he? Like eighty something? I don't know. They need to do a future arm with him, and when he dies, like head in the jar, yeah. keep him there. Like, <laughs> even the end uh, when the credits started rolling, yeah. uh, it was a new score, and yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, he just keeps... Like, I remember going through IMDb and going through his like role of yeah. what he's done and all the soundtracks and just like, this guy must be... He's royalty checks every month. He must be like, <laughs> just burning him on the fire now. Just, I, don't, I don't need this money. This is ridiculous. Like, just... God. Such a... His CV is so damn good. It's amazing. The it's, Superman theme. Yeah. Every, just perfection time and time and time again. That's all you can say about that, that man. And I... And to that extent, like Star Wars is probably super lucky that he, that he, he did score the films yeah. because um, that score is it's like one of the most important characters yeah. in the film, like in all the films. So, um, like like imagine imagine the prequels not without yeah those scores. <laughs> Jesus, imagine if it was scored by Vanilla Ice or someone and just like ding 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 ding. ding. It's the bass line. Yeah, it's all bass line and, and people dancing in the background with parachute pants on. Just going around with MC Hammer floats, floats, floats in for a cameo. But yeah, just... just That's about it, I think. Um, what else have we got here? Scroll intro. Oh. The cliffhanger ending. Oh yeah, there's cliffhangers. There's cliffhangers. Yeah, you will leave. You you will leave the cinema disappointed because of the cliffhanger. But that's yeah. a good thing because because you want more. You've got a cliffhanger, and you've got as many questions that are answered through the film. Yep. There's um, probably two that you're left with. Yeah. Um. So it leads. There's there, there's so there'll be so much build up for this next film yep. because of all those questions yep. and the cliffhanger. Um. Yeah. It's 
<laughs> the build when that first trailer drops for the second one, it's for episode eight. It's like whatever's in there, it's, it's going to blow your mind. It's going to blow. It's, it's the internet's going to melt down. Like like Google's going to break. It'll be the first trailer to break Google. Like it'll just break the internet. It will break the li- internet. Literally break break the internet. Yeah, it like, it, 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 it it literally <laughs> literally is going to break the internet. And speaking, while we're a little bit of Will Ferrell, though, we did see a Will Ferrell trailer before. So I think. <laughs> I'm definitely going to see that God, on Christmas Day. Goddamn, so goddamn funny. promote that. Oh, man. What, what was it called? I can't remember what the film was called, actually. It was, it's that, him and Marky Mark together again. Um, so it was... It was uh, Daddy's Coming Home? Yeah, it's Daddy's Coming Home. It's something like, like that. Because they didn't put the name of the film up at the end again. They only put it up at the start, from memory. But, oh, it, was, it was so funny. But it was really, really funny. Let me check the... And also, whilst we're talking about trailers we saw before the Star Wars film, the night before, well, not the night before, this morning, I only saw a couple of trailers because my film was running late. Yep. And I saw the trailer for the new Point Break. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, that looks like the most goddamn awful film I've ever seen in my life. And there's uh, some unknowns in the movie. Yeah, yeah, and it's just... Um, Why would they remake a classic? Well, it, and it looks like they've... Like, it was a surfing film, right? Mm. It was a surfing criminal film. That's what Point Break was. This one, they're bloody ATVing and motocrossing through the Grand Canyon skydiving. and just skydiving and wingsuiting. And it's a surfing film with criminals in it. <laughs> How hard is it? How hard is it to remake that? It's just like, oh, God... And it's just going to be like one of those horrible... Um, did you see Triple X ever? The Wind Diesel? Yeah. 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 Did you see the second one with Ice Cube? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's going to be like that. <laughs> like It's just going to be action for no reason. Kind of just... Oh, I've already already loathed that film. And I only, I only get spent two, two minutes on that trailer. Uh, our colleague Matt was pretty excited when he first saw the trailer a couple of months ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well... <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Maybe he's easily pleased. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much... Um, have you got a ranking? Where do you sit the film in your hierarchy of Star Wars, Force Awakens? Where do you sit it? I'd rank it after Empire Strikes Back. So Second. Second. So yeah. your Empire Strikes Back, Force Awakens, then Star Wars is your top three? Uh, then, yeah, then Star Wars, then Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And then I don't care about the rest. Yeah, the rest you can just pile yep. them up. Yeah. Pretty much, I think the other three go back in sequential order. Yeah, like the Revenge of the Sith at least had had some um, redeeming features in yep. it here and there. Um, I didn't mind the very end of the final battle between Obi Wan mm-hmm. and and um, and Anakin. Yep, where he actually how long was that fight scene? That was pretty long. Too long. Yeah, too long, and had. If they would have kept it to kind of the JJ formula, you wouldn't have had yeah. those, you know, those stupid ro- robots that popped up out of the lava and just stupid stuff yeah. like that. And just it was, they made that too big and too epic. When they actually made the scenery yeah. around it too big and too epic. Yeah. When actually the fight was the bit that was yeah, because massive and epic. Yeah. What JJ Abrams did in this was the fight was the main focus in this. Yeah, that that that's that's the cool thing. Yeah, like it. he let. He let the characters stand out amongst their surrounds. Yeah. And I, li- I like the surrounding too, like the yeah. snow falling down yeah. and the trees getting chopped off yeah. and they miss. Yeah, and, and even yeah. like all of the, I think all the settings were kind of like that. It was kind of like, 
like the desert world. Yeah, like they stood out against yeah. that. Um, uh, yeah, it was it was perfect. He just used the backdrops to accentuate yeah. the characters. Yep. It was really nicely done. So, for me, um, I to me, Star Wars is still number one. It'll always be number one. A New Hope. Yeah, yep. A New Hope will always be number one. Closely followed by Empire and then Force, yep. Force Awakens yep. is right behind that. And then there's a fairly big gap to Jedi. I put Jedi Revenge of the Sith pretty much even for mm-hmm. me. Um, they both had some pretty big flaws in them. Yep. And then you've got... I actually would put... As much as I hated Phantom Menace because it ruined... It really let me down when I went yep. and saw it. I put Phantom Menace above Clone Wars. To me, Clone Wars was an absolute train wreck. Like, a deck of the clones? Yeah, yeah, it was just uh, just a train wreck of a yep. film. So cartoonish and just everything that everything that you can see wrong with George Lucas's new vision is in that film. Yeah, at least um, at least Phantom Menace was toned down a little bit, even though it had lots of yep. Jar Jar in it. Um, yeah, that bit where Hayden Christensen is dropping and diving, and then he like lands, just on lands the car onto and yeah. he's hanging off the bumper bar and stuff, and the and that flying car's like this curved red orange kind of hot rod type thing that's straight out of like a comic book or something and yeah and where that, that uh, not even a comic book a cartoon where the, the hovering bot that uh, drops in the was it centipedes because yeah. they just shot her through the window yeah yeah <laughs> god <laughs> he's not the Jedi he should have been <laughs> <laughs> can you hold me like you did <laughs> Whilst, whilst we're standing on the banks of the lake in the boo, whatever he says. Fuck. I hate sand. Thank God. It's coarse. It gets in everywhere. There's a no more. Yeah. God, yeah. The, the, the funny thing, like, I didn't see, was did any of the um, prequel cast get invited to any of the red carpet stuff? I didn't see Hayden Christensen or any. No, you McGregor. No, no you Nat- McGregor. No Natalie Portman. No Liam Neeson. Oh no, I did see Liam Neeson. One of them, I think. Really? Yeah, I think I think I did. Was I it his first ghost? Oh, or I think was it, it was. In? I think it was um, actually. It wasn't at the US one. I think it was at the London one. I oh. think I think it was. There. Was it his first ghost or was it really Liam Neeson? <laughs> 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 no, it was really Liam, <laughs> Liam Neeson. Be interesting to see whether they use force ghosts in these films coming yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and if it's Darth Vader, which Darth Vader force ghost they yeah. use? Frank Oz made an appearance. The guy who does Yoda's voice, which, was, in, which was interesting. At, at the red carpet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Hayden Christensen could get another gig. Is is that a, was that a rumor? Or was that a? Is it really going to happen? Well, I don't know. Well, I would. I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure. But I mean, like, how how does the force ghost when when he dies as like a as like a really old guy in Return of the Jedi? It's all burnt up and crispy. And then he... And then all of a sudden he goes like this 22-year-old guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like, did Obi-Wan come, come back as bloody... As Ewan McGregor? No. Nah. No. How does that work? Like, does Yoda come back as like the 100-year-old of himself rather than the 900-year-old yeah. year guy? Weird. I don't know how that got through. Yeah, let's use Hayden Christensen. But, oh, he, but that's not how. That's not the age you do. Was it rumored that he was going to make an appearance in Rogue One or in the next sequel? Well, it wouldn't surprise me in Rogue One. Because Rogue One is between Rogue One set Empire uh, and Jedi. Or? No, it's set. Rogue One's um, stealing the Death Plans before. Well, part of the New Hope. Ah, so it's in oh, that timeline. Yeah. So, so, um, so he could potentially. Mm. Yep. 
But um, it'll be Darth Vader in the mask if there's yep. Darth Vader in there. So um, hopefully James Earl Jones yeah. will still be around. I dare say there'll be some Vader in Rogue One. Yep. So and there'll probably be some Boba Fett. And um, oh, Boba Fett fans, I'm not sure, but just keep your eyes peeled. Oh, play pay close attention. There may be a little flash. Yeah. At some point in the film. Yeah, it's not a spoiler, but you just yeah, yeah. There could be a little bit. Yeah. But either way, it could have been him. But either way, I actually can't remember because there's going to there's Rogue One, then there's Han Solo as standalones. Yes. Have they announced who the third one's going to be about? Because I all I always assumed it was going to be a Boba Fett, like a. They, they might include him in the Han uh, movie. Yeah, they might. Include, but oh yeah, for for some reason I always assumed that it, that was going to be a bounty hunter film. So Could, what I don't about, know. I don't what know. do you think about a Yoda movie? Yoda. Be interesting to see a young Yoda. Yeah. Like, you, like you never see another Yoda. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's no other little yeah. short green elves running around the universe. <laughs> it's not him. Talking about elves, there yeah. was a guy in front of us. But... Oh, <laughs> who <laughs> turns up? Spock, what's his Spock is? <laughs> who turns up the Star Wars bloody movie with Spock is on? <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. I just felt like just. If I would have had like a my plastic lightsaber there, I would have just, just I would have just, just knocked those ears off. right off. <laughs> You're in the wrong movie, son. Mate. <laughs> this is not the Star Trek convention. Yeah, this is not the Star Trek convention. You're <laughs> way off. But maybe it's just maybe this is, this is not the movie you're looking for. <laughs> this is not the movie. <laughs> maybe it's just a JJ Abrams. It was funny. Yeah. yeah. So he just so he just saw it. But it's funny because he had a ponytail too. Yeah. God. <laughs> Yeah, he probably turn around and start talking and cling on to us. <laughs> yeah, live. May the prosperity be with yeah, you. Yeah, live long and prosper. <laughs> Jeez. But um, I wasn't. Oh, so whilst we're talking about Star Trek, wasn't that impressed by the new trailer? Actually. Oh, I know that Idris Elba has a lot of makeup on him, but I'm mm. not sure if he's the villain. Yeah. I don't know. Just you research that up. Maybe they've held back, and it's just like a teaser trailer, which I yep. assume it is. Um. Because basically the ship crashes somewhere and then yeah. they got to get out of there. Who's directing that? The guy who did the last Fast and the Furious movie, Justin Lin. Oh, that Fast and Furious movie stunk. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Let's get Joel Schumacher in. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe or maybe some Michael Bay, actually. Did he ever get a job after that movie? I don't think so. Who's that? Joel Schumacher. I'm sure he would have made some films. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, like, he... Even though how shit it was, it's a Batman film. You'd still get pretty good, pretty good residual rights out of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure what Joel Schumacher ever did. We should, we should do a Joel Schumacher special yeah. one one day. Just run through his career. Yeah, that'd be pretty, <laughs> maybe pretty short, epi- <laughs> pretty short episode. Fifteen just minutes. Like, pretty much. Oh, so what was the peak of Joel Schumacher's career? Oh, the Alicia Silverstone <laughs> bodysuit on 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 Batman. Which zips the suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's more a costume. Yeah, thing. it's not even actually anything. Yeah. So, anyway, um, that is it. Uh, yeah. We hope we haven't spoiled too much for you with the Force Awakens. If you get to see it, go see it. I I, I would recommend seeing it both in two D and three D. Yeah. So, um, and we're still going to see it in IMAX in the new year. I'll probably see it another yeah. couple of times in two D before then. Um. Yeah, and then in the new year we'll gonna do a full spoiler full review. Spoiler review. It'll be uh, with Jim Bob. Jim Bob sh- shall return. It's gonna be called Jim Bob Returns. Jim Bob. The return, return of the Jim Bob. Return of the Jim Bob. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll let it. Um, um, who sang that Return of the Max song? Who 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 sang that? 
Can't remember. Morrison something. Yeah. Mark, Mark Morrison. Morrison. Mark yeah. Morrison. Yeah. So we'll use that as the theme for the show, Return of the Mac. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. What, what do we leave them with now since this is the last podcast for the year? Oh, I've um, dug up a special Star Wars themed Christmas carol. Yeah. So um, that's going to be uh, seeing you off. We hope you all have a safe and happy Christmas, uh, Christmas and New Year's. Um, Christmas came early for us because of did. Star Wars, yeah. Christmas came early. If you're in the US and you're about to see Star Wars um, or you've seen Star Wars in the last couple of days, enjoy it. Soak it in. Go watch it again. Go watch it again and again and again. This is genuinely a Star Wars movie that yeah. I'm happy to see a few more times. It was made by a fan for the fans because J.J. Abrams is a huge fan. Yeah, so. and yeah, we. I guess it's a good time whilst we're talking about just to say thank you yeah. for J.J. Abrams because he's done yeah. an amazing job. Thank you, J.J., if you're listening. Thank you, J.J., we, uh, You're always welcome on this podcast. He is. I sent him a tweet last <laughs> night just saying, I think I wrote thank you like five times. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, yeah, it's awesome. It's actually sad that he's not doing the other ones yeah. in reality. But we look forward to Rain, maybe... Rain Johnson. We, we don't yep. know. Maybe they'll be even better. Yep. So um, that is it. May the force be with be you. With you Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, see, see you guys. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not call on Yoda's Jedi. The Empire is coming to town. We have a Death Star. We've tested it twice. Tracking down rebels and ending their lives. The Empire is coming to town. I have a very bad feeling about this. Kind of gross. <laughs> you better watch out, you better not cry, you better not fall.